Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward with Amy show, the show where we talk about how you can live your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward with Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. I want to talk to you about how to go from being a side hustler to actually being a full-time business owner who doesn't work for someone else anymore. As in, you don't have a boss anymore, you don't have... Um, a fixed contract with someone anymore because I know a lot of people are stuck in that vague land between wanting to work for themselves, working for themselves partially but still being stuck or working for themselves full-time but actually not really working for themselves full-time because they have a contract with a big client who takes up three days of their week, stuff like that. Um, I'm doing this because I know a lot of my own students struggle with this when they start with the Business Freedom Elevator and they all end up quitting their job or quitting the contracts they don't like anymore anymore during the Business Freedom Elevator. And I thought, well, this is something I've never created a podcast episode about, uh, so let's do it. And to prove that, I have here my journal. It says one thing at a time. It's very fluffy and it's usually uh, it, it's next to my bed. Um, and I was journaling two days ago and I was prepping for the podcast recordings. Uh, not journaling because I don't journal about my podcast episodes, but I was just working on my own stuff. And then all of a sudden, I don't know how, how I just, it hit me like, oh, that would be a really great episode for the podcast. So I started writing stuff down. So I think this is going to be um, a very to the point episode and I want to take you with me in my morning thoughts. So this is all about how to turn your side hustle into a full-time business or when to turn your side hustle into a full-time business if that's something you have been wondering about. This is episode 73. So you can find all of the tips and resources from this episode in a full recap through fastforwardamy.com forward slash 73. It's always the number of the episodes behind the website. So fastforwardamy.com forward slash 73. We link the numbers and the links in the description of the episode too. So definitely uh, just hit that if you wanted to or save it in your notes on your phone or something if you're listening on the road. And um, I'm assuming if you're into this topic, you're also wondering about how you can build a business that brings in like 10k a month or 100k a year or like that coveted six-figure business where you make over 100k a year. So if you're into that and you want to learn from me how to do that, I have created 10 pillars in my six-figure freedom framework to help you do just that and you can get them for free. So if you want to learn which 10 pillars you need to create your own six-figure business, Go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash freedom framework or simply click the link in the description or when you go to that link 73, you will always find the download there as well. So definitely check that out. Okay, let's get started. I'm going to drink a sip of my coffee before I do that because I am thirsty. And I will just continue recording because then nothing needs to be cut. And now I probably have coffee on my face. Um, right before this episode, we also spilled coffee all over our um, styling area. <laughs> There's coffee everywhere, okay? That's just the point of this episode. I'm assuming you have a little bit of a problem. You started working for yourself and you love it, but you also still have um, an employer and you are obsessed with what you do because you love that hobby that you turned into your extreme passion into your side hustle and you've started making some money with it but now you are still passionate but also filled with a lot of issues self-doubt late nights you're overworked your partner isn't getting sex from you anymore you're not getting sex from you anymore because you're super overworked and exhausted 
You've turned that hobby into your work, but now you are wasting a lot of energy on your job. You don't know, should I wake up earlier to work on my big dream? Do I do it after work? Are you still having headspace for your meetings with your employer? Or are you thinking about your own stuff? Like, what is even happening? It is really, really tough in to be in that situation. And I get it. A lot of my coaches are in that situation. And I have been in that situation too. Although for me, it was doing school full-time, getting my master's degree and running my business full-time. Now, I'm going to offer you some solutions today. Basically, I'm going to help you answer the question, when is it right to make the jump? But obviously, I am not the person to tell you that. I get DMs about this a lot. I get these DMs like, hey, Amy, should I quit my job? And I'm like, I am not liable about this topic. (laughs) I can't tell you when to quit your job. Spoiler, I'm also not the person who will be like, if you want to go for your dream, you need to quit your job. Um, I'm thinking about Rachel Green in Friends, who wants to find a new job or who wants to be independent from her dad and who cuts up all of her credit cards under pressure from her friends so she needs to go and find a job. I think that was great, but also because she had a support system. She was living with a friend. So I think um, if you are in a very safe position with a lot of financial support from your family and friends, this might sound weird for me to say, but like if you are actually in a safe position, why not go for it? What's the worst that can happen? But if you are really not in a safe position, uh, obviously there are some things we need to take into account. I'll come back on that later. Um, I just want to say it's not necessary for you to immediately quit your job in order to focus on your dream. It is perfectly fine to continue your job or to work part-time, to work on your dream at the same time. Uh, It's also like I did this for a while when I stopped fitness coaching. I still coached two people every Friday so that I had that steady steady scream of income because they were high-paying clients. Um, there's really no shame in creating a safe environment for yourself financially because there's a lot of mental energy that gets wasted if you feel unsafe. So don't feel ashamed to be there in that space. That's why we're creating this episode. So we highlighted the problems that you are experiencing. I'm thinking you recognize yourself in this. And now we need to look at the solutions. Now, the solutions kind of apply to everyone running a business or everyone being a solopreneur and more. Uh, namely that you need to be mindful of your 80-20. So you need to be really mindful, especially when you have such limited time because it's a side hustle of what is actually bringing in revenue, what is actually um, moving the needle in your business. Now, my clients hate it when I say moving the needle because they're like, Amy, what do you mean with moving the needle? What I mean with moving the needle... I know everyone hates me for it, but in the beginning of your business, I mean, what brings in revenue for your business? There isn't a whole lot other. If you want to build a business, you need money. If your business isn't uh, bringing in money or happy clients, whatever, then it's not really a business. It's a hobby. We need it to be a business, okay? So your 80-20 in the beginning has to do with your sales. What is actually bringing in sales and what is actually making your clients happy so that they keep coming back and you get to work with amazing people? It is not uh, putting stickers on your car. It is not um, working on your website every single evening. It is uh, converting DMs from people into clients. It is working with your clients. It's all of that stuff. So more than ever, if you are building a side hustle, you need to be extremely aware of the fact, are you wasting time or are you actually spending your time the way you should be spending it. So a good way to figure that out is to make a list of all the stuff you do for your side hustle and then all of the biggest results you've gotten lately um, that you're proud of and to actually look at what of the tasks of what are my actions 
which actions have led to those results. That's a really easy way to figure out what has actually moved the needle. You need to do those things 80% of the time and they will bring in the biggest part of your revenue. Uh, same goes with 20% of your clients will bring in 80% of your revenue. So for me, it used to be like that. Um, I still saw those high paying clients. So I reduced the time I was investing in seeing clients so that I could build up my online business and, and focus on some other stuff. Um, but those clients paid more than other clients. They were very loyal. They always showed up. And that was just the best investment of my time. Um, don't be afraid, by the way, ever to stop working with clients or to say no to people. I know it's it's difficult, especially in a service-based business, to say no to people, but it is your business. I know customer is king, but when it comes to your sanity and your energy and your health, you are king or queen. You are the boss. So don't forget that. Don't let your business be ran, be run by your clients, okay? So you have limited resources. Just be very mindful of how you are spending them. That's what I want to say beforehand. There's a bunch of episodes on running your business, obviously. Right now, I want to go into like, when should you make the leap? Um, first is it's really important to know how much you need to live. So right now, if you're still working for an employer, I'm guessing that the amount of money you make there is the amount of money you need to survive. And I mean, not necessarily to thrive, but to pay everything you need every month and to sometimes take a vacation. Now, I want you to be very realistic about that, right? And all of your monthly costs and really be like, okay, how much do I really need to live? Probably you could do a little little bit less than you're making. But let's say that you're like, okay. And by the way, don't be Belgian stuck up people who are like, yes, and then I need uh, 200 for groceries and I need 600 to put in my savings account. Savings account does not count as a cost here. Savings account is for... Well, I hope early on, but in this exercise, it doesn't count, okay? Your savings account is not a cost that we're taking up in this picture. Uh, If you're like, oh, whoa me, I can't start my own business because then I can't save as much money. Yeah, like you need to take some risks. Uh, I've operated on zero often. Not saying you have to. I'm saying don't let that stop you from not doing it. Uh, I don't know if my sentences still made sense. So if I said a not or I should have said a yes, uh, I don't know. (laughs) My first question was, how much do you need to live? Let's say you need 1,000 or 1,500 euros per month to actually live. Cool. We're looking at that amount that you need to survive and to live. How can you bring that in in your business? Um, And what I mean by that is if you earn money, let's say you need 1,500 a month, that will mean in your business, more or less, worst case, this is very straightforward, not exactly correct at all, but you would have to earn 3,000 in your business because like 3,000 revenue in your business, uh, if you're offering a service, you're just trading time for money, for example, uh, take away 50% in taxes, you're left with 1,500 to live, to survive, to thrive, if that was the number. If you need 1,000 to survive, um, to live, then you need 2,000 in your business in revenue, okay? So how much do you need um, to live? And then the second question is, how much do you need to sell to hit that? So for example, the 3,000 a month. If you need 1,500 to live, it's 3,000 a month in your business that you need to be making. If you're offering a product, obviously, um, it will still be that, but added on top the costs of your products, right? So it all kind of works the same way. I know a lot of people are, are very very upset when I talk about stuff like this with the numbers. They're like, but what if I have limited hours and what about products? 
use your common sense <laughs> if we're now talking about like purely revenue and profit because you're selling uh time for money then add the cost that you're making and just like be a little bit inventive i've also created a download on that by the way with a formula um let me check out the link the link is bum, bum, bum. yeah if you ever want to check that out, um, fast forward amy.com forward slash pricing guide. In four steps, I help you find out what your hourly rate is. So definitely go and check that out. It's fast forward amy.com forward slash pricing guide. And I'll link it up in the article of this episode as well, where you can find all of the resources we'll mention. Um, but it's not the download we're focusing on here. It's just that if you think these numbers are difficult, then that will explain it to you step by step. Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're gonna love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind, and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year. And I asked her what she wanted, and she said, yeah, I want a million, but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings, and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that. And then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six figure business to a seven figure business this year. And I applied my million methods. Now we worked on this for a little bit over an hour. And at the end I was like, well, this was really valuable. Why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience? And as you are here on a podcast, I want to offer this to you for free. Now know that working with me costs 10k for a day. The fact that I'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and I am going to delete this after a while. So if you want my million method training, there is only one way you can access it. It's by going to my Instagram, fast forward Amy, and DMing me the word method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24-minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, fast forward Amy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay, bye. So how much do you need to sell uh, to hit that? We said 3,000 a month. So we need to be selling 3,000 euros a month in order to live and in order to be okay not having our fixed job anymore, our employer, but just work for ourselves. Um, and now we, by the way, we, we, we try to make this, we don't put a lot of buffer into this number, but we're putting some buffer in here. Now we need to know like which gap you need to close. So for example, um, we want a little bit of buffer, but this is a step where I'm looking at, like, can you make that if you're working full-time for yourself and if you're your own boss all the time? If you're like, yeah, I can easily make that. Okay, fine. It would probably also be nice if you had some money in the bank. And usually they say you need three months of buffer, like three months of uh, costs in your bank account before you start your own business. Often they say six months. Sometimes they say 12 months. With the current environment, Corona and everything that's happened the last um, year, I think it would be safe to say that we would rather have some more in the bank than less. But I want to add something to that. Again, I think this is valid and this is going to sound really weird coming from me, the Miss Independent. Uh, <laughs> of course, I would recommend 
you can like live a, live 12 months without anything coming in and, and be safe. I never had that. I had like 2,000 euros in the bank and that was it. Um, I also had no buffer. I just That was just what I was going to do. I had no people to depend on, none of that. Would I ever have become homeless? No. I could have gone and lived like with my parents or with my aunt or with my cousin or with my brothers. If there would have been a huge issue, I could have called my brother. There was help. So I did have a social buffer surrounding me. It wasn't like I'm personless. Um, and I'm guessing most of us aren't. Maybe you have a supportive partner you could lean on. Maybe you have parents you could fall back on. I'm not saying it's it's good to depend on them. But if you're like, hey, I think I can make my dream happen right now. But oh me, I need more savings. Maybe you don't really. Maybe you just need to start making more money. Just want to put that out there. Um, you could also talk to your environment about that. Like, hey, uh, I really want to go for my dream. I don't think anything bad is going to happen. But if it happens, could I maybe hit you up for some cash? I wanted to add some dirty stuff to that too, but I didn't. I stopped myself. <laughs> um, so. But it's true though. We, we're not living in a third world country. We all have, most of us, we have good connections. Some of us don't. So then for you, it will be useful to make sure you're already making some money to wait a bit longer. Don't give up that really safe job. But for most of the people listening, 80% of the people listening to the podcast, yes, that is you. You are in a pretty safe position. You have a good environment supporting you. Maybe not supporting your dreams, but they will support you physically. Um, and you have everything you need to just go for it. And you're actually letting that like, oh, but what if I go bankrupt? Paralyze you from not taking action. And that is something you are doing to yourself. Because let's face it, if something happens, you're not going to end, end up living on the streets. Because you have a support system. So depend on that support system. Don't be too good to ask for help if it ever would be the case. Um, be grateful that you have it. Not a lot of people can say that, okay? We're all very lucky in that area. And if you're like, no, it's not me. I'm very unlucky. Okay, cool. Um, double checking if that's really the case, though. Uh, wow, I really sound like a bitch. <laughs> Oops. Uh, so we had first, how much do you need to live? Secondly, how much do you need to sell in order to hit that number for you? Third, yeah, that buffer that you need, look at it. I would say just make sure you have like three months of buffer for that those living expenses, but you don't even necessarily like, okay, let's say that would be smart to have that. Yeah, sure. Um, but I would just, if you have a side hustle, just start building up your side hustle and it all will be well. Uh, and now we want to see that before you necessarily like quit your job or whatever, you start automating what you can because even when you go full-time, you will want to do that. So that means we want to invest a little bit in your marketing, in your scheduling and all of that. So you can focus on your zone of genius in your business, even when it's not full-time yet. So make sure that you have systems set up like you, you use Google Drive efficiently. You have a task manager like Notion or Asana or something where you keep all of your stuff or the Excel template. I teach you my time management system. You can find that in a shop. Um, that you use a social media planner like Sketch Social that I use for my social media. Posting on social media every day, mm, that's very tiring, but you can automate your marketing by planning all of your posts for a month in advance. 
use a scheduling system like Acuity to schedule time with clients. If you are, uh, for example, a personal trainer working their side hustle, uh, you could probably save a lot of time on admin while continuing to work happily for your employer, being safe, building up your core business in your zone of genius, but not spending all the time on the crap that doesn't really matter or that doesn't attribute to your zone of genius in your business. Because remember, we started off by saying we have limited resources. You're in a very special position. You are working harder than anyone. Make sure you're working on the right stuff. So yeah, if we look back at how much do you need to sell to hit that and we look at the, the next step, um, basically that, that will be step five, but I'm being weird with the steps here. Okay, 3,000 a month. What is your hour worth? Um, which packages are you selling? What products are you selling? How much do you need to sell? Like if, if I am someone who works with people for 50 euros an hour, let's see, if I need uh, 3,000 euros and I work for 50, and 50 euros an hour, I need to uh, see clients 60 hours a month. So that's like 15 hours a week. That's quite a lot for a side hustle. So maybe you need to... Well, that's not possible, but that was the amount we needed for our full-time job. But if you realize, hey, to start off with, before I can scale my business... I only need to see 15 hours of people a week. That could look very doable. That's a couple of clients who come in three times a week. Uh, two clients who come in three times a week. Bam, you have six hours already. Uh, three clients who come in two hours a week. Bam, that's another six hours. And then three clients who come in one hour a week. Bam, you've got them. So that amount we calculated, then looking at what would you actually need to be selling if it was your full-time um, profession is probably very okay and you're thinking but I'm so safe in my job right now well no job is safe especially right now and at least in your own business you have control and it's not like you can never go back and not go back to looking for a job again I don't want to say you need to quit your job I'm just saying like you might just be holding yourself back for the sake of holding yourself back so the steps were like how much do you need to leave how much do you need to sell to hit that uh, figure out your gap, like your buffer that you need, then automate what you can. And the next step was then figure out like, how much do you actually need to be selling ties back into the second step. Uh, so you can hit that. And if you look at, if you've automated everything, I'm sure you can build up a little bit of a buffer while you're still working in your side hustle to then go full-time. But automating your marketing, investing in some of those systems when you are still in your side hustle might feel counterproductive because you're like, well, but Amy, I'm not making a lot of money yet. Why would I spend $10 on Acuity, $30 on Sked Social, stuff like that? Uh, those are not the exact amounts, by the way, what it costs, uh, like email marketing. But that will just free up so much space and fill your pipelines with more clients than you can handle in your side hustle. And that will be a very easy step for you to take to then quit your job and go in full time. Okay. Now you might think, do you need to quit, quit immediately? If that is a question you're thinking right now, maybe right now you're like, hey, I can quit my job. Let me do these numbers. Um, by the way, definitely check out the pricing guide for that. Um, but I want to say, no, there's nothing wrong with playing it safe. I've already said this, but I just, I do want to add... Are you playing it safe because you have to? Or are you playing it safe because you are scared? If you're scared, it's time to do it. If if you really have to do it, all respect there. But I'm guessing it's also your safety net right now. It's your identity that you're like that hardworking boss babes. Like, yeah, I work for my employer. And then I, I work until the night and then I don't sleep. And uh, I survive on Red Bull. Let go of that life is tough identity let go of that business is tough identity step into your power just go for it um 
And then last but not least, um, this has helped me make decisions in the past. Maybe right now it still makes sense to keep doing what you're doing. Just pay attention to your energy. Be mindful of your energetic balance. If right now the financial safety is bigger than the mental energy it is costing you, or like it's the, the financial safety brings you more rest than the mental energy it costs you to still continue with your job and doing the both of the things at once, then fine. If at a certain point your mental energy is feeling so drained from doing all of that that it starts to become heavier than the advantage you had from the financial safety, it's time to let go, okay? And I've done that. I've made that decision in the past. It was a little bit different for me, but there was a long time where I was like, mm, I don't want to give up my financial safety or like living at home. And then the mental side of things became so heavy for me that I did make the switch. And I was like, well, I'll take the financial unrest if I can at least do my own thing. And that's also fine. Either way, don't take unnecessary risks. I think that's clear from this episode. Uh, by the way, I feel like... Uh, an account or whatever, you'll probably think that I was very vague with the numbers. I'm just like, I'm not liable for anything here. I'm just trying to guide you to be analytical about your choices. So don't take unnecessary risks, but do take calculated risks. Calculated risks are totally fine. And trust your gut when the time is right. And look at that financial space that you have, that safety and that mental energy and look at what balance there is there. And um, yeah, if you want to take the next few steps in building your business in the future, when the Business Freedom Elevator opens up again, I would love to welcome you there. But currently we're not enrolling and I would love to invite you to go and download the Six Figure Freedom Framework because there I will teach you 10 pillars to help you build your own six-figure business, a business that brings in over 10k a month. And uh, go and check that out. Click the link in the description or go to fastforwardsamy.com forward slash 73 to find all the resources, both the pricing guide and this six-figure freedom framework that will help you out to build your own six-figure business, okay? This was the Fast Forward Amy show. Come and find me as Fast Forward Amy on Instagram. If you like this episode, screenshot and share this episode to your Instagram stories and let me know if you thought what you thought. Share it with your peers. Other people are stuck here too. This is a very gray area to be in. So some of your friends or acquaintances might benefit from it. Uh, we put a lot of time and effort into creating these podcasts and money, by the way. <laughs> so I uh, would love it if you shared, okay? Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, talk to you next week, Tuesday.